can already sense it. And it's again, it's going to be awkward. We're going to point at you, make fun of you, the whole shebang. It's going to be weird. So just go ahead and preemptively silence it, put it on vibrate. Uh, if you have a question, raise your hand. We'll bring the mic to you. Uh, if we do bring the mic to you, please hold it in the same way that I'm holding it. And do your best to not fidget around with it. If you could just hold it, again, as I'm holding it, and just keep it like this. Don't tap on it or all that stuff. Again, it's just going to be weird if you're, if you're doing that. Um, but uh, anyways, thanks for coming, everybody. Um, if we can, some people in, in the back, could you fill in, fill in towards the front a little bit, just in case the, the late the late stragglers, uh, they'll sit in the back. We appreciate everybody uh, being here on time. Uh, we really appreciate that. Anyways, that's all for me. Thanks for coming. Happy Sunday. You said thanks, Chris. Amazing. Um, are we ready? How we doing? It was fun. It was amazing. Where's Nick? Nick. Who? Nick is working with them. Yeah. Oh. So what game did I play Sunday, uh, Friday? VR chat. VR chat. You know what that is? We're running the intro. Um, <laughs> it's when you go into the... Have high blood pressure or something? <laughs> what? We're live. Welcome to church. I am Justin Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. You can get involved by going to our chat line, and James of the Hake Report will let me know. Welcome, everybody. How y'all? Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Um, difficult times. Any questions? Anybody here for the first time? Oh, good. Right on. Um, over here first, then to them. What's your name and how did you hear about us? Uh, my name is Jonathan, and I uh, heard about you through YouTube. Right on. Thank you for coming, man. Any questions or comments or disagreements? Just here for the experience. I'm sorry? Here for the experience. What? Here for the experience. Oh, right on. Ain't nothing like this, experience. It's going to be amazing. Yes, ma'am. The young lady in front of you right there. Hello. My name is Sang Kyung-sa. Uh, I attend um, um, the Oasis Church Koreatown in L.A. But our church didn't open yet. Oh, nice. So, yeah, yeah. I saw you <laughs> YouTube. So oh. <laughs> Actually, you, you are my son's hero. <laughs> he's at home now. He said he's not ready to see you yet. So, <laughs> yeah, we came here first. How old is he? Uh, 24. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming. Okay. Any questions or disagreements or anything? No. No. Okay. Thank you for coming. And, and this is your first time as well? Yeah. And I, I'm Horace Beth. 
I'm sorry? I'm Horsebay. My name is Sengu. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, welcome. welcome. Uh, any questions or disagreements or anything? Oh, no. When is it like being married to her? <laughs> so what? Everything? <laughs> it's hard, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Right, thank How long you. have you been married? 24 years. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. Especially today. Mm-hmm. Well, hang in there. Don't stay with her so, so uh, in about 50 years she'll come around. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Anybody else first time? Right here. What's your name? My name is Herbert Mejia. Herbert, welcome, man. Thank you, thank you. How did you find us? Uh, YouTube, I've been hearing you for like two years, and then I started taking like more seriously this year. Right on. It's really changing me. Thank right you. on. Thank you. Did you go and forgive your mother yet? No, I'm still trying to, um, I want to like understand that more and see if, uh, you You want to understand what more? Like, the for, just to forgive, I know I have to forgive my mother, but. Just I know, and I know God will lead me how to tell me how to do it. But I, I just I don't know. I, see, I feel like I just have to see it, or I, I need to hear you talk about it more. About forgiving your mother, what what else do you want to hear? You've been listening for two years. That's amazing. And are you afraid to deal with her? No. And why haven't you gone to her and said, "Hey, I'm sorry for resenting you." Um, I realize you're crazy and can't help it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I haven't confronted her yet, but... Um, what are you I, waiting for? I think next time I confront her, I will, because I don't live with her, and I'm, we're like a, like an hour and a 30 minutes apart, so when I do nice. visit her once a once every week or something, I'll, I'll like... I want to tell her in person. You know, yeah. Instead absolutely. of the phone. And so you live it on your own now? I live with my father in my uh, in uh, the valley here, yeah. I rent a room. Are you close to your father? Yes, very. Thank, uh, thank God. Yeah. Good, man. Any questions or disagreements about anything? All right, now just here for the experience like everybody else. Right on. Thank you. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Uh, right here. This is your first time? Yes, it is. And my how name, did you find us? Uh, my friend Jeremiah invited me. Right on. Any questions or disagreements? No. Have you heard the radio show or anything like that? Nope. You've not heard the YouTube or anything? No. So you have no idea of what we're about? None. This is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. No idea. I mean, I, God, that's it. God? Jesus. <laughs> Jesus? Yep. Christian organization, that's all I know. Right on. Mm-hmm. Well, night. that's a good way to come. You, you don't have a mindset. Well, welcome, all right? Thank you. My name's Oscar Maldonado, by the way. So, right pleasure on. to meet everyone. If you have any questions or thing, let me know. Yes, sir. Okay. I, uh, anybody else first time? No? Okay. Uh, oh, by the way, it's Esteban's birthday. Friday, yeah. Last Friday, right? And Esteban turned 25 years old. 25? That's amazing. I wonder what was I like at 25? Was I that different? <laughs> I bought my first house at 25. Do you feel like an adult? Um, no, it just feels like... You don't feel like an adult? Like, well, I do, I do. 
Can you speak into the mic for me? Everybody know Esteban? Who don't know Esteban? Oh, okay. Esteban is a Mexican. And uh, are you Mexican? No. You like what? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm Colombian. You're what? Colombian. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> Who would you rather be, a Mexican or a Colombian? Uh, I feel like everyone's Mexican, so I, I like being Colombian. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And so Esteban is Colombian. And on holidays, he'd like to go and do drug deals. And uh, <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm joking. But yeah, he's joking. Uh, he used to work with Hake. Originally, it was James Hake, Esteban, and Joe L. for the radio show on our network. And uh, a holiday came up right after they started. And Joel and Esteban wanted to take off for the holiday. And James like, no, no, don't take off. We just started this show. We got to do it. No, I want, I want to rest. Nobody listening, right? Something like that. Uh, <laughs> no, not really. It was different. How was it? I don't know. I forget. Uh, <laughs> I bet. But it was now. different. It was way different. Yeah. Was it different, James? In what way? <laughs> oh, give him the mic, Chris. And let Esteban hold on to his mic. Because I don't want you to hit James with the mic. Uh, James, uh, and the show had, how long had the show been going on? September. Before you fired them? Yeah, we started at the, the beginning of September. Oh. And then Christmas, the Sunday was going to be Christmas Eve. Right. And we were doing Sundays at 9 a.m. And I was willing to do the show. The white like, man. Yeah, we can do the show. The and white man. Joel and Esteban were the color people. We're all let's just sleep in. It's Sunday, so that freed me up to go up to Big Bear with a buddy of mine. And you were like, you were willing to do the show, but those guys aren't willing to do it. They're fired. <laughs> <laughs> but you say, but you always say that I fired them. James fired him. <laughs> <laughs> and so the white man wanted to continue doing it, but the colored people, the black and the Mexican, they wanted to take off for the holiday. The white man like, no, we just started. Oh, it's Christmas. And so they got fired. And the beauty is James knew they would not last because they were colored <laughs> to the point that he was already calling it the hate report. Am I right? It was a hate report, right? Yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> Sound like a Marvin Gaye and the Temptations, right? Temptations know they're getting fired soon. <laughs> but anyway, but the show is not a hate report. And for a long time, you were mad at James, right? No, no, I still um, watch it. It's just that I work. So I but you watch stopped it. watching it right after that. No, I don't. Uh, yes, you did. No, no. <laughs> well, anyway, his his birthday. I said all that to say it's his birthday. Yeah, and also Marlene, is it your birthday too? Oh, uh, when was your birthday? Oh, so you had a party last night, though, right? Oh, you didn't have it. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. All right. Well, happy birthday, Esteban. Thank you. You're welcome. 
So, a lot going on. A lot of stuff happening, right? And uh, these are already some hard times, especially for the children who do not have faith in God. And it's going to get worse before it gets better. I was thinking this morning about how the police are stopping the blacks. And instead of the blacks following their instructions, they're acting out and they get shot or whatever. And they blame the police and not the criminal. That's what we've gotten to today. And I was told this morning that uh, someone said on one of the local stations that white people are not going to care about this until their children start to, until the police start killing their children or something like that. Am I right about that statement? Yeah, police, police reform will not happen until white people's kids start. <laughs> Who said that? Chris Cuomo said that. Chris said that? I thought, oh, it, I thought it was Van Jones. It was Van Jones I heard said it. Well, one of the guys allegedly said it. Uh, so I want to know from uh, Kelly, when you hear that statement, being a white person, what do you think about that statement? That white people are not going to do anything about police reform until it starts happening to white people. I think it's incredibly divisive. It's amazing. Yeah. There's just like common sense has gone out the window when it comes to this. And the discussion is like polarized, almost maybe beyond repair. And does it make you concerned? It calls for concern? Yeah, it does. Because instead of everything going back to normal, it's like, they're trying to like this, make this seesaw, right? Yeah. So they're like looking at history, and they're trying to make it do the opposite. And it's like, where does the seesaw end? It's like, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. What do you think about that, Chris? You white? It's a little bit strange because uh, <laughs> they're saying we need police reform because uh, non-white people are killed disproportionately by police, which is not true. Um, and so that's that's strange in and of itself, but yeah, it, it's kind of uh, it's almost opening the door to say that oh, okay, yeah, white people should be killed by the police, or they have to suffer immensely uh, in order to see any kind of change in the country. And when they say it, I I have to disagree, but in a larger sense, I I almost do agree because white people are so complacent these days. Yeah. And I hope that we can get the message to them before it gets really bad, although it's pretty bad. Uh, it's real bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But like I said, white people are just totally asleep. Uh, and in fact, they're working against themselves. So um, I imagine it will get worse. And yeah. hopefully, like I say, before then we can – wake them up a little bit more, but, uh, you know, I just taking it one day at a time. I'm, you know, rooting for them. I, I don't have high hopes, but I don't want to be, dis- I don't want to be discouraging to wake up. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's going to get worse. Let me ask the young lady right here on the corner. When you hear that statement that white people are not going to support police reform until, yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, until it starts happening to white people. What do you think about that? When you hear that statement, 
Because I'm like Chris, we try to get white people to wake up before it's too late. Because right now they're already discriminating against you by teaching kids that white people are evil, they're racist, and little kids are being taught that right now. So when you hear that statement, what do you think about that? Um, I don't know. I probably agree with what Kelly was saying. Does it make you concern? It cause concern for you? Um, yeah, a little bit. But not much? I don't know. I just, I haven't really given it a whole lot of thought. Oh. So maybe the white people are not thinking about this. <laughs> what do you say to that? When you hear that? You're so young. Um, I don't know. It causes, like, some concern for me. Uh, I take a child development class in, like, my high school, and basically it just, like, tells you, like you were saying, like, to preach to young white people that they're, like, naturally racist and stuff like that, which is kind of concerning because, like, to know that that's what the next generation is going to hear from such a young age, you just wonder if there's any hope. That's amazing. Are you surprised that the adult white men and women are so quiet on this? Um, I think that it can be, it's not really surprising to me because you kind of see it everywhere in like, People don't like confrontation, don't like to stand up, and don't like to be different and, you know, stuff like that. So it's not too surprising. It's just more, like, disappointing, I guess. I heard, I was told that white people don't like confrontation. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? I would say I'm it just is. finding this out because we love, black people love confrontation. <laughs> we live for confrontation. <laughs> but white people are like, no, I'd rather not say anything. Um... So are you, do you like confrontation yourself or you avoid it? I, I avoid it more than I get into it. And why? Um, I guess I just don't like the way it makes me feel. What does it make you feel like? Um, <laughs> it kind of gives me like a sense of like insecurity, like am, is what I'm saying right because of how much it's being pushed against, you know? Right. Amazing. So are you, your parents avoid confrontation as well? I don't know about my dad. <laughs> he likes to start confrontation. Nice. Why don't you learn after pattern after him? Um, it can get him into trouble sometimes. But that's, that's what it's for. <laughs> yeah, Why else true. do you need it? <laughs> but you got to start speaking up and not be afraid of confrontation. Yeah. Especially now that they're teaching little kids that White people are evil yeah. and that they're racist and all that crap. So you got to start dealing with it. Do you agree? Yeah, I do agree. Don't go out there looking for it, but don't avoid it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nice. So start speaking up. Okay. I want to ask the black guy that's here for the first time. Right here, yeah. What do you think when you hear that white people are not going to care about police reform until their kids start this start happening to their kid. What do you think when you hear that? It's sad. And what's sad about it? It's sad that uh, that they have to allow um, their children to uh, to go through that. Yeah. And what's even sad about it? No one says anything. There's no like. What are you talking about? You know. They can just make the statement and it goes out on the airways and no one says anything. That's awful. At least they have a right to say it, 
But somebody needs to disagree with it out loud. You know what I mean? Yep. Did you go and forgive your mother? Yes, I did. How did that go? Uh, it went well. What did she say? Um, she, she pretty much, uh, said that, uh, you know, just allow me to, you know, forgive her. She, she just accepted it. She accepted it. Well, she did. Yeah. What would you have done had she not accepted it? I would have moved on. Right on. Good, man. How about your father? Uh, he was great about it. I yeah. did the, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, WhatsApp, face-to-face. Oh, FaceTime thing? I mean, FaceTime, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. um, he doesn't live nearby, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, that went really well. Good, man. Amazing. Well, one thing, y'all got to start speaking up. You got to start speaking up. Otherwise, Satan is going to destroy you. He really is. I want to uh, ask this young lady a question right here. Yeah, huh? Yes. <laughs> me. Is this your first time here? Here, yeah. This is your first time here? Yes. Welcome. Hello. Are you nervous right now? No. Oh, good. Um, how did you hear about us? My husband. Oh, good. Your husband brought you? Mm-hmm. Amazing. <laughs> so I got to ask, which is, uh, which is worse, a person that gossip? Or the person that listened to the gossiping, to the gossip, who is worse? I think the person listening to the gossip. The, the person that's listening is worse than the person telling it? Yeah, because they have the right to tell them to non-gossip and to stand up. So what now? To say, because the person listening can tell them to stop gossiping. So you can t- they, the person that listens can can say stop. Go- yeah, yeah, you're right. That makes sense. Do you gossip? No, I just sleep when I come home. <laughs> <laughs> Do you gossip while you're out? No, I just when I'm at work. No. You don't gossip at work. No. How about at Starbucks? I just. I mean, no. I just. See what I want and I order and I leave. Uh, <laughs> oh, amazing. Any question for me? I don't have any questions. Uh, well, welcome, all right. Thank you. I want to ask uh, the young lady right next to you, which is worse, the person that gossip or the one that listen to the gossip? Both. <laughs> They're both the same? Yeah. I do you so. listen to gossip? Yes, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and do you gossip? Yes, sometimes. What? Uh, <laughs> and, and why? What? I'm sorry? Why do you do it? Uh, because of jealousy or... Because of what? Jealousy. Jealousy? Or lack of confidence or... Yeah. Like that. Yeah. And what does your husband say when he finds out that you've been gossiping? Uh, he's listening. <laughs> 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 a, a lot of help you are, man. 
What? Uh, <laughs> uh, can you avoid gossiping or listening to it? Is there a way you can not do it? Uh, yeah, I, I I try to not gossiping and not to hear gossiping. Yeah, yeah, not to hear. Uh, I'll try to in God's you, in yeah in God's. Do you realize the person that's gossiping to you also tell other people things about you? It doesn't just stop with you. They would talk about you as well to other people. Yeah, you know that, right? Yeah, I know. So you got to stop listening to it. Yeah, and don't say it. Don't don't do it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad to do that. Yeah, I, I want to yeah. ask this young lady that question. Okay. The same question. Yeah, which is worse? <laughs> which is who is worse? The, the one that gossip or the one that listens to gossip? Well, I think I I agree with um, the young lady who it was her first time coming today, because for the same reasoning, you have that's your opportunity to let the person know. Hey, you know, that's not something I want to share. If there's, if I don't want to hear, if there's an issue that you have with that person, you should just discuss it with them instead of like sharing it with me. Um, so, because I, which I think is worse, though, the one to hear uh, the per- or, the, or the the person messages? who d- chooses to listen to it is worse than the one. Uh, yes, because you have the opportunity to correct them because they may know, not know that they're gossiping. You know what I how mean? How can they not know it? Because if somebody oh, is sharing, well, I think I think sometimes we can, especially with women, you can get, you know, you might slip into it, and if what you're do you mean? okay, I'm going to explain. So if you, you are having a discussion, well, if you're oh, having, I a didn't dis- know I would gossip. <laughs> but that's why sometimes people need to be corrected, right? So if you're starting to have yeah. a discussion and you say, "Oh my goodness." you know, I'm having this issue with so-and-so, like, um, you know, and you start sharing what happened, and then the other person starts engaging in it. So that's a, the opportunity for them to say, actually, you know what, that's gossiping. I think you should just take it up with that individual yeah. instead. So sometimes you're, you may want to go for advice or for counsel, and it could, and it could be delivered in a way it could be communicated in a form of gossip as opposed to actually seeking. Do you gossip? I have before, but a lot of times if I start to get into it, <clears throat> if I I'm, I'm, will be aware of it and I'll stop. When the last time you gossiped? Oh, I don't know. Let's see. Like this morning? Uh, no, not this morning. <laughs> not this morning. Um, maybe last week, possibly. Possibly, but I was aware of it, and so then... And you did I it anyway? No, I didn't do it. I was aware, and so... But it's a it's a growth thing, right? So it's you have a what? to be, It's a growth. Growth a thing. Growth. So if you're recognizing you're doing something and you are aware of it, then you can stop it. You can st- stop that action, stop that behavior. Oh, okay. And have you ever said to him, I don't want to hear? Yes, many times. Oh, okay. good. All the time. Amazing. I tell people, go deal with that person. Like, I don't care. Just talk Let to them the about know. it. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Which is worse, to gossip or to hear gossip? Yeah, no, I agree with her saying that uh, sometimes people don't realize, like, you go to vent or whatever, and then it can turn into something. 
Um, and that's where it is the other person's responsibility and to be a good friend to that person and tell them, hey, it's turning into something else that's, like, poisonous. Like, you should stop that, and here's how you can fix it. Go to talk to the person and yeah. cut it out and then nip it in the bud, and there's not going to be an issue because you're just going to let it fester, right? So if you're not going to tell that person and help correct them, then they may, like, they'll just, like, slip into it and then you're a part of them hurting themselves. So do you gossip? I have, yeah. And when the last time? Yesterday with her or last week with her? <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> Yesterday? Um, oh. Well, I was at an event and something, there was stuff happening, and then, like, I'll catch myself, you know. I'm a human, and then, you, like, you, like you were saying, like you always say, you know, the devil doesn't take a break. Right. Right? Yeah. So it's a constant thing. So you got to constantly be watching how you are going about things and yeah. the information that you're receiving and what you choose to do with it and how you're going to go about things, you know. And so, yeah, opportunities will present itself, and I am but an errant human trying to be better every second that I can. Amazing. Let me ask this young lady, and then I'll come to you, sir. Um, you look like you gossip. <laughs> no, I'm playing. No, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, which is worse the person that gossip or the one that's listening? I'd say um, I would agree with them, the people like who listen and entertain it because it gives fuel to the person who's venting or, you know, gossiping. Uh, do you gossip? No. You've never done it? No, I would think more with family because now I'm not, I'm working from home, so eliminating out exterior or, like, other people is kind of just like myself. And women so you just it. gossip with family members? Um, it could be that way, yeah. Like, if my mother has an issue with a sibling, they'll come to me and be like, have you talked to your sister because of blah, 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 and, and you listen in that sense. Or, and do you correct them or you, you, um, you hear? Lately, yes, oh, okay. I, I do correct. Is it hard to correct it? Yes, because, I mean, I try to do it in the most respectful way, but generally my dealings with my mother would just be like listening, but more so now that I'm like more aware of like the truth and what's right, I will speak up and that get, kind of gets me in like the doghouse with her. Oh, good. Yeah. Amazing. I know, right? Um, have you forgiven your mother? Yes. How did that go? Uh, it was like a up and down. Like there was one moment where she was very like, I, I understand, like I did the best that I could. And then she'd switch it, but your father, yeah. kind of thing. So, um, <laughs> so I mean, she was like, I'm sorry, I did the best that I could. Like, if you have that, you know, like, you know, forgive me for doing the best that I could being a single mother, you know. Are um, you living with her now? No. Oh, good. Yeah. You live way away? Yeah, I live like an hour and 30 from her. Oh, good. Keep yeah. it that way. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm um, You got to start the gossiping. Men don't gossip, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, look at how the ladies like. Oh, yes, they do. Me and gossip. Oh yeah. What do you say? Me and gossip. Oh yeah. There's plenty of beta. you gossip? No, never. No, I don't. No, I can't see Esteban gossiping. Uh, well, we know you gossip. No, hold on me. I want to go to this young man first. Come back. Hey, come back. I want to go to this young It's so important that this has to stop. It really does have to stop. 
it's not good to do this at all. And that's not the way the children of God should be acting. If you have a problem with someone, you should go to that person, tell that person about it, and be done with it. Wish them well. Alright? We can't we shouldn't be living like the world is living. Really. We we gotta be in the world but not of it. We gotta be different. We gotta show the world because they're in darkness and if we are acting like darkness, who how will they find their way out? You know what I mean? We are the children of the light. Yes, sir. Uh yeah, I got a quick two two questions. Okay. Um one is um on the gossip. Um I used to gossip, but I stopped that many years ago. Well, you just like your mama. I used to gossip. <laughs> I used to gossip. What made you the do question it beforehand? Is, this is the question I wanted to ask was, can you define gossiping? Because I may go to a friend and talk hell of a about the president and, you know, just blah, 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 about what's going on, why, 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 why. But that's not gossiping to talk about what's happening in the outer world. But if you have an issue with someone and you don't go to that person, but you go to someone else, then that's gossiping. Okay. But if you, you know, you're talking about the news and what's happening in the world, that's a different thing. Oh, okay. That makes sense? Yes, totally. Yeah. Um, The second question I wanted to ask you was, I know you have the kids go and apologize to their parents. Right. (laughs) Can a parent go to the kid and tell them to apologize to them? They could go and apologize for what they've done. Hey, I was wrong. I was impatient. Or I I imposed my will on you. Or I turned you away from your father. Or the father, I turned you away from your mother. Whatever happened, you can go and say, I was wrong for doing that. And I'm sorry for that. And then they, they wouldn't necessarily have to then say it back to you at some point. They don't have to know. It's the same way if you go to your parents. They don't have to say, I was wrong. And when you forgive them, God will forgive you. Because human beings don't forgive one another. So that would set him free if I go to him and it would set him free if, if, you know, say I'm sorry for all that happened, what I did. If you went to your your child? Um, Yeah, because a lot of kids, when they hear their parents apologize, they let it go. The problem is most parents would not admit that they're wrong. But yeah, it could help them. It's, it could cause your child to say, oh, okay, that's nice, finally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. But at least you will go, you'll be done with it. Mm-hmm. How old is your child? 22. How much? 22. And you, owe, you need to apologize to them? Well, during his upbringing, some things had occurred between me and his mother and the family, you know, this small knit family. And now that he's older, I can see that we have a bit, it's some tension there. It's just something there between the both of us. Right. My son, when he turned 18 years old, he came out here to live with me. And uh, I just told him right away, hey, you know, sorry about what happened with your mother and I. I was wrong for making a baby out of wedlock. I didn't marry you. I, I mean, your mother, and I knew you were going to go through hell. So I'm sorry about it because he was real mad, right? And But he didn't accept it right away. He can't, I mean, he acted out. And I'm like, well, I told you I'm sorry, but you can't act this way in my home. You know, you got to cool out. And then one time he made a 
laundress can call on my phone. And at that time, we only had landlines, I think. Yeah. And I put him out because you can't use my phone. So I put him out, and he went back to New York. And, and years later, he realized that he was wrong for holding on to that. He called me up, and we've been tight ever since. Mm. But I had to wait until he was ready to let it go. Okay, so that's possible that yeah. He, so your son might not him. accept it right away, but you have to be patient. Let him go through what he got to go through, and then uh, he may come around. That makes sense. Cool. But at least you will be free. Right. I remember my son. He was eighteen, and he was mad at me, and I'm like, I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna show him mad. And so we went and played basketball at the court, and I said, I'm going to be here. I'm going to make sure I beat him. And I worked real hard to beat him, and I beat him. And he was ticked. <laughs> but I had so much fun with that. I beat him on the court. I had never played basketball in a long time. But I did it just to get back at him. Okay. So what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to forgive, folks. You got to let it go. You got to let it go. Marlene, what do you think about gossiping? Who is the worst? The one that gossip or the one that listens to the gossiping? Um, I agree with the ladies. It's the one that listens to the gossip. Why is that person worse than the one that gossiping? Because... Again, what, like the ladies have said, um, you know, sometimes you think you're venting and then oh. it, it does um, become gossip if the other person, oh, yeah, you know, she did this and then she did that. So so you could gossip without knowing it? You think you're venting? When, uh, yeah, because I have called, you know, like my mom or my dad, for example, like, you know, I'm explaining the situation, and I want their advice. You know, how do I how do I handle it? Um, so, you know, that's the whole purpose. If you're if you're in a situation, how do I handle this? How do I you know resolve this? And they give you feedback. You know, you should work. But on how this. about if you were to go to a friend or someone and gossip about another friend? Is it? Is that gossiping or venting? Then I don't do that because... No, not you, but yeah. is it gossiping or venting? If you're talking about somebody in a negative way, yeah, then yeah, it is gossiping, yeah. I guess what you're saying, yeah. Right. You're not sure? No, 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 I am sure. I am yeah. sure, yes. And so is that person better than the one that's listening to that? Perhaps, perhaps not, because they're coming from a, um, it's coming from an evil place. If you, yeah. you know, it's hatred, right? Yeah. So you're putting it out there, um, right? Yeah. Instead of going, especially with Christians, you're supposed to go to one another. Now, the children of the lie, they'll go around and gossip. But if you have love, if you're truly of God and you have love, you're going to go to the other person and be done with it. Let it off. So stop it. All right, everybody? Guys don't do that, right? Let me ask you, this is your first time here. This is a perfect question for you then. Do you gossip? Man, you're taking too long to answer that. I'm trying to think, man. 
No, I don't think so. You don't gossip? I don't remember the last time I gossiped. Oh, so you you don't do it? I don't think so. And why not? Um, well, if I have to express myself, like, I'll express myself. Would you go and to the person or someone else? To the person. So which is worse, the one that's gossiping or the one that's listening to it? Well, I'll give you an example. Like when my when my girlfriend's go- gossiping about her coworkers, yeah, it's like sometimes just the way she uh, like discusses certain situations, she's upset, or maybe she's asking. This is her way of asking for an opinion. Asking, was I right about that? Was I not? So I would express my opinion about that situation and. She works at a restaurant, so she's a bartender. So as you can imagine, it's very hectic yeah. there. The environment, everyone gossips. She even says that. Um, so um, she, she gets tired of people talking shit about um, people talking that she... what? Huh? I'm sorry. I apologize for... Um, are you a millennial? Uh, How old are you? I'm, tw- I'm 30. Oh, yeah. yeah 29, fine. going on 30. <laughs> I turned 30 this year, so... Yeah. Well, anyway. I talked to a Z. I was doing this little game thing. And we were talking to a Z. He was 17, I think, right? 16. 16. Every word was a cuss word. (laughs) Every word. I'm like, what the? So I'm used to it. Yeah, yeah. That's like, of course. And that's, I'm just trying to, (laughs) I'm trying to explain exactly what, you know, what's verbally said. So, yeah. Um, and you know, she gossips and I'm like, you know, Hey, focus your energy on what, like the positive things like, okay, what, okay. In your opinion, your own opinion, you know, like what would, if you, if you had to put a stop to it, what would you do? Yeah. Like, let's say you, you know, ran the restaurant, right? You're a lead bartender. And when the managers are not around, they trust you with the keys and they trust you to manage the staff for a few hours. And you actually saw that. Um, you know, spiral out of control, what would, what would you do? How would you put a stop to it? Of course you would address those issues. You don't just continue to, uh, like the young lady, uh, young lady said, uh, fester, right? Because that's, that's why you get upset. Every time you mention the same thing, you're just like, you're more upset and more upset because it builds up. Yeah, so exactly. instead of allowing that gossip to go around and poison the environment, just like, hey, stand up. Like, just yeah. to kind of, like, put a stop to it. Why? Because at the end of the day, it's not going to serve you. That's right, man. It is over once you go to the source. It's, you're done with it then. It's totally over with. So when God said, go to the person and then drop it, he meant that because he wants you to be free. So once you go to the person, it's over with. You're done with it. Really, even if the person doesn't admit that they were wrong, you're done with it because you went to them. All right, so let's do it right. Anybody disagree with that? Nobody disagree? Oh, okay. All right. So my biblical question. Anybody have any questions for me? Everybody doing fine? So because I don't like preaching to y'all. I like to fellowship. All right. Did you have, yeah, you had your hand, right? Yes, sir. And then I have to get to the biblical question. So what would be a good way to go about to express, like, you know, 
showing because you know I know like I hope this isn't gossiping, but like yeah, whenever you talk, we have to say I hope this isn't gossiping. No, but then you can see it. the look, look, you could see the evil. You could see the evil in people, and you could see it for your very own eyes. So how would you go about to like? showing it to everyone else, exposing it to try to change it. What do you mean? Like, uh, If you see it, why do you need to expose it? Because I want other people to see it. Why? Because it's taking over this, this first of all, this city right now, currently. I'm like, sorry? BL, like, okay, let's get specific, like BLM. So I could see it, and I see what they're doing. How do I get other people to see what they're doing and do something about it? Uh... Live in the presence of God, and he will guide you on how. Yeah. He will show you how. But if you are, are unconscious about it, you'll do the wrong thing. Okay. It's best to stay in the presence so you make sure you do the right thing. Okay. All right. Sounds great. That makes yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah no, that, that's, that's, what I've, that's, was, that's what I've been doing, you know. Yeah. Just, right you on. know, getting out of my thoughts and right know, on. just letting it let go like God. Yeah, exactly. The uh, biblical question, what is the greatest evil? You guys know about the biblical question, right? What is the greatest evil? Yes, James. You had your hand? A super chat on the biblical question. Okay. Mr. Sandman gave a YouTube super chat answering the, the biblical question. It says, the greatest evil is a man's ego. Because you must come to God with humility to receive the Holy Ghost. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, what is we have any Christians in here? Yeah. What's the greatest evil? This is such an amazing question. Is up there? Yes. Yeah, it's definitely the ego. Um, so. I have come to realize that I still have a strong um, ego. So You have a strong ego? Yeah. What made you realize that? Uh, the meeting on, on Thursday. Oh, yeah. We had an amazing women form on Thursday. <laughs> I thought I was going to have to call the police. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was good, though. Yeah, yeah because um, you're not being humble, you know, so God does not want somebody prideful. Yeah. Yeah. So, did you know you know you that way before that meeting, or did no. you think see yourself in a different way? I definitely saw myself in a different way because I've, I've I've been thinking about it. I've always supposedly prided myself of being honest and friendly, and um, there was a person that mentioned that I have this wall, right? And it's true. I started you know thinking about it. Why do I put this wall? And the wall that I put does not come from God. It comes right. from the ego. It's evil. And when I feel like people are going to hurt me or they've hurt me, I put up this wall of indifference and I ignore them like they don't exist. And that's not, that's not nice. Yeah. So that meeting made you see that about yourself? 100%. Yeah. yeah. That's why it's good to have those type of meetings I, where they're all open and honest and yeah. private. So right I've been on. talking to my dad about it. And, um, you know, I reconciled with him back in December. Um, so... In a way, I did ask him that I guess I still have this little girl issue, right, growing up. I've, yeah. um, I've always tried to destroy things just growing up. My, when, you know, parties happened, 
I would always make a scene just to ruin a day for my sisters, for my family. Yeah. And I told this to my dad, and he really didn't realize how much his absence had affected us. Yeah. Apparently, my brother on his side um, is also um, has issues with with alcohol, for you know, like like me. So um, it's been it's been great. It's, it really has been great. It's been rough. It's it's, but um, I appreciate it. So Did thank you. Did you say with alcohol like me? Yeah. You have an issue with alcohol? Yeah, because I behave very inappropriate when I'm under the influence. And how often are you under the influence? Probably. I mean, I've been tracking it just because I really want to stop, but it's been like once a month. Oh, okay. Yeah. You get drunk? Yeah. I can't, I can't help myself. Like, That's I can't amazing. control it. Right. I can see you now drunk. <laughs> <laughs> um... And so how do you feel about getting drunk? Um, I don't like it. I don't like it. It's Why not? Because I become obnoxious. It's evil. I don't like the person that I become. Yeah. Yeah. And then I hurt people and I disrespect people. It's ugly. Yeah. It's ugly. Yeah. Are you doing the silent prayer? Yes. You started back on it? Yes. That's Why did you stop? <laughs> I told you this Thursday. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. Do you want to tell me now? You I don't? can say it again. Um, you don't so, have to if you don't want to. Yeah, I'll, I'll share it. Um, I can't imagine just for me. I can't imagine not doing the silent prayer so I could stay with God. Because in the presence of God, your mind is being renewed. Your whole life is being renewed in ways that you can't even imagine. Because we can't change ourselves. Of, of ourselves, we can do nothing. But he will change you. That was so interesting about it. And it's nothing like what you can imagine. So I can't imagine not staying with the father. You know what I'm saying? But go ahead. Um, I had started smoking weed, so I... You get drunk and smoke weed? Right. What else? Right. So I started doing that again the last month, actually, probably the last two months. And, um, yeah, so slowly, you know... I stopped doing the silent prayer at night, and then yeah. that's how it How often started. do you smoke weed? <sighs> Probably, like, every other weekend I was doing it. How yeah. often do you smoke weed? Every every other weekend. You said probably like you weren't for sure. Yeah, like every weekend. Most of the time when people weekend. say probably, that means that more. So it's like, what, <laughs> Friday, Saturday, you know? Like every a, weekend? Yeah. Every weekend? Yes. Amazing. So did you get high last night? No. No, that's why I've been doing the same prayer, because I oh. stopped getting high. Okay. Yeah. And why are you doing it? The weed? Uh-huh. I just like getting high. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I just like getting high. <laughs> what is good about... <laughs> So let me ask, do you go out and buy your own weed? Yes, 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 yes. That is so interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. I used to do it a lot when I was in Chicago with my ex. We were we were smoking all types of weed every day. Yeah. Um, it was very, I became very dependent on it. Um, and so, you just like getting high? Yes. Which is better, being drunk or being high? I'm going to say it's being high. Oh, because, being high is better? Yeah, because, well, for me, okay? Again. Right. <laughs> I see people shaking their heads, but um, That's right. um, yeah, it's for, yeah because I just stay home and I just stay home and I chill and I'm just at home. But when I drink, I become um, 
what's this word? Just this, yeah, destructive. Um, and I don't like, yeah, I don't like how yeah. alcohol changes me. And so when you do the silent prayer, do you still get high? No. You don't do it? No. What made you start with the prayer? Hold on, because I started getting high. Oh, I would just go to bed and I wouldn't do the silent prayer. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. So you're back doing it again? Yes. That's why I came to this realization about the wall that I put up. Oh, right on. Yeah. That's right. Stay with that. I appreciate it, Jesse. Um, it was tough, but I, I really appreciate the advice and the help on Thursday. Right on. It was amazing meeting yeah. It was so good. I'm not accustomed to women getting high and drunk. <laughs> it, it's, it, it's odd to me. Because when I was growing up, women didn't get high and drunk. It was men who did it when it was done, right? And I do remember having a my grandmother's I think it was her sister or something. She used to get drunk, and it was it, everybody would laugh at her. And she was married and everything, right? And she would get drunk like on the weekend, and she would come over, and she'd like be just dancing. And, <laughs> and my grandmother would say, you need to go and set your A down. And we would laugh at it, and she like, ain't nothing wrong with Aunt Tay having a little fun. She would be... <laughs> She would be drunk, so it was so odd because I, I'm not used to women getting drunk and high. I don't even know what I would do with a, if I had a girlfriend and she was drunk and high. I'd beat her. <laughs> it seems so sloppy. You know what I'm saying? You guys like women that get high and drunk? Any millennial guys? Y'all lying. <laughs> Can't you tell they like No. Sammy, you're the very first one. No. You don't get high with you. Have you gotten high with a girl? Yeah. Well, you like it then. Let me get the mic. <laughs> <laughs> so you've gotten high with girls? Yeah. But uh, well, did, it, did it seem weird that the girl yeah, would be high? I didn't like when my ex-girlfriend would get high and drunk because she would just start trying to fight everybody. And I'm not that type of person. Like, right. I'm like, man, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but nah, I don't. I don't like it. I never liked it. And why not? Um, because like you because, say, it, it doesn't look natural. Right. It's like women can't. They already have trouble, like you know, when they're sober, kind of handling themselves yeah. and like being logical. And then when they're drunk, man, oh, yeah. it's just completely gone. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Lady, don't get high. Do you get high? Uh -huh. My life actually, so no. Really? Yes. Nice. And have, do you get drunk? No. Oh. I have like, I always know my limits one, two, max three cocktails, and that's it. I cut myself off. Right on. I'm not even accustomed to women drinking, period, to be honest. It just doesn't seem right. But that's what they do today. Um, so, the biblical question what is the greatest evil? Yes, sir. Oh, I actually have two in mind, but um, I'll, I'll explain the first one really quickly. Uh, the first one would be temptation. I mean, um, tolerance. Why do you say that? Uh, I feel like um, people like they know like something's bad is happening, but the thing is they don't know what's they don't know what to do, so they just stick with it. But I think the second um, the second one would be um, separation from the heavenly Father. And why do you say that? I mean, I say that because um, whenever you spend, like, um, I spend time with my dad, it's like, I feel like I'm at peace, like, I'm, like, I'm at the present, 
And when I'm, when I'm separated from him, it's like, I think my, my mind changes, if that makes sense. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, Victoria, and there's this young man over here. Which is, what is the greatest evil? I'm not sure. <laughs> but I think it's, for, I'll speak for myself. Knowing what the right thing is to do and not doing it. You which, think that's the greatest evil? Yeah, because it really does still boil down to like ego, which is separation okay. from God because you think you know better. Okay. You know, so. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, over here, way on the back row there. And then this young man want to answer it. I can see it all over you, man. Yes. I think we got the answer to the question. It's women getting drunk and high, right? <laughs> no, but pretty close. Yeah. I actually like what we had said already about yeah. pride and ego and knowing what's right and doing wrong still. Because I thought about this question a little bit. You know, I yeah. smoked on it. But it was... You smoke pot? No, I don't. Oh. Not anymore. Um, I thought about... I every millennium smoke pot at crazy. one time or another. Okay. I think it is knowing the truth, knowing God, and choosing to go against that and trying to play God yourself. Okay. Like how Satan did. That's the only thing that comes to my mind. All right. That when you think about the greatest evil, it is being in the presence of God and actively denying Him. Oh, okay. Uh, right here, and then Big Bob want to respond. I can't call you. What's your real name? Derek. Yeah, Derek. I'm forgetting your real name because I hear Big Bob all the time. Yes, sir. What's the great? Have you thought about this before? What is the greatest evil? Yeah, when you asked a question this week on the show, and yeah. I think it's the devil tricking uh, people, especially the younger and younger generations, into thinking he isn't real, that he doesn't exist. Interesting. Amazing. Okay. What's the greatest evil? <laughs> Um, I say playing God. Playing God. Why do you say that? Um, because there's only one God. Doing um, the ego, the judgment, judging other people, and and which is hateful, is that's evil. Oh, okay. And it's not Godlike. Let me ask your daughter. Where you been? Uh, I've been with my sister. How's school? It's all right. Are you back in the classroom now? You're still doing it from home. I'm gonna keep going from home because they say that we have to like the teacher can't come and help you, and then there's two like they split the hallway. So, and then there's only one person to go in the bathroom at a time. And if I have to use the bathroom, I'm gonna use the bathroom no matter how many people are in there. <laughs> so you're just gonna stay home if yeah. What grade are you? I'm a sophomore. Oh, okay. What is the greatest evil? Uh, I agree with the ego, but at the same time, I think it's your thoughts. Because, like, I don't know, it's like, every time I get a thought, I'm like, like, really? Like, that's not, because it's not you. So it's like, it's the devil, and the devil is evil. And I think so, when you have a thought, it's the most evil thing, because he's telling you something to do, or something that was like, like, something that's like, oh, if you don't do this, you're going to, like, your parents are going to pass away. Like, that's not how things right. work. And that's yeah. very evil to think like that anyways. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Amazing. 
How about you in a white shirt? Uh, yes, yeah, similar, like just not being in the present. Not being in the present? Yeah. And, and why do you say that's the greatest evil? Because like what you just said, I think the devil will pull you into the future and into the past. And that's why the silent prayer is important to stay in the now. Oh, okay. Amazing. So Irma's want to respond and then Nick, uh, then I'll come to you after Irma's. Um, I responded last week, but I'll repeat it. I said playing God. Oh, playing God. Yeah. And why do you say playing God? Um, hmm. I mean, it just seems like the ultimate ego trip. To play God? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. What do you say, Nick? The anchor baby. Um, I think I said something really deep on the show. It was... <laughs> You said so really deep on the show. I think I said it was so deep I don't even remember. I think I said the white queso sauce at Chipotle. Oh yeah. I think I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change my answer. I would too if I were you. Um, Nick is going to be hosting the show for me this Friday. It's first time. Um, so am I supposed to be serious now? No, okay. Um. Well, the Bible says, <laughs> I think the Bible says something interesting. What? Um, doesn't it say something about the unforgivable sin? Something about, like, blaspheming the Holy Spirit? Oh, you think that's the greatest evil? It could be. <laughs> I mean, the Bible says it. <laughs> I changed my mind. I'm going to get someone else to do it. <laughs> right here. And then here. Isn't this an amazing question? Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't think there is a greatest evil because I see evil around the world and it's they're dumb, they're slow, they're retarded, they're blind, they can't see at all. They can't see what they're doing. They can't even see that they're so dumb. Right. Um, so I don't think there's a greatest evil because there's nothing greater. Evil is just evil. It's, I already so you think it's all the same? It's all the same. And then I was, I was reading uh, the Bible. And I was reading a story of uh, David and Goliath. And Goliath was like so evil. No one wanted to fight Goliath because everybody was scared of Goliath. Everybody was scared. Even the king at the time of Israel was scared. Saul, he was scared. He was like, nah, I ain't fighting him. I don't know who's going to go. Right. And then David, he was a young man. He was small in stature. And he took out uh, Goliath with, uh, with a rock and a slingshot. Because yeah. he had no fear. Evil to him was nothing. It, he saw it the same way, like, ah, that's stupid. Like, why is there, why are y'all scared? We, he's disrespecting, Goliath is disrespecting the true and living God. So there's nothing, okay. gr- there's no greater evil. Amazing. Uh, this young man had his hand and then here. And the reason I want you to think about this, because these are the things you need to be thinking about. Not what you're going to wear, where you're going to live. You need to be thinking about these things, really. Um, yes, sir. Yeah. Um, What's the greatest evil? I actually been thinking about this question since you had put it on your show. Yeah. And I thought about it and thought about it. And I'm dead serious about this. The greatest evil right now in this third dimensional plane that we call Earth is Joe Biden and that administration. <laughs> 
than the Democrats. They are we can't do politics up. in church, man. <laughs> take, take that mic. No, I'm playing. Okay. All right. Uh, right here, and then the young man in the blue shirt. Oh, and then I'll take your hand. <laughs> the greatest evil. The greatest evil? Um, deception. Deception? Why do you say deception? Deception, because um, it, it just going back to a lot of stuff that we've talked about today, about um, gossip, you know, and standing and letting the deception fester, let it, letting it just allow to continue instead of standing up against the gossip. Oh, okay. You know, I think I think it's um, just a lot going through my mind right now. Oh, okay. About that and the deception, right just um, I really liked what um he said about to- tolerance being the greatest evil. Oh, just okay. the going back again to allowing it okay. to go on. Amazing. So that's just what I think. The young man in the blue water, he's just jumping up and down to his spot. <laughs> um, um, I think the, <laughs> I was smiling at you. Um, you were uh, smiling I, at me? Yeah. That's why I asked you the question. I, no, I, I think the, what, the greatest... greatest is, is this your first time here? Yes. Oh, it is? Yes. Oh, what's your name? Uh, my name is uh, Said. Welcome, man. I'm a, I'm a big fan of yours. Thank you. How did you find it? Oh, you uh, listen to the show. Mm, yeah. Oh, okay. So what's the greatest evil? Uh, the greatest evil is uh, uh, judgment. Judgment? To, to, to judge people. And because through judgment, that's how we do the evil things we do. Oh, okay. Because it, 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 it blinds us to, to, to the reality of things. And it makes us be like God or... or yeah. Through the judgment, we like judge others and do things to others because we think we're better, but we're really not. There you go. Do you judge? Um, uh, I used to. I used to judge myself a lot. And why? Uh, because uh, I thought uh, I thought I was, you know, in- inferior to everybody else. You thought what? I was inferior. Oh, I see. To and what made you think that about yourself? Well, I mean. <laughs> yeah, that? yeah. So, what is that? Huh? Nothing. Nothing. You know, oh, he held up this thing. What is it? Oh, oh, crushes. Yeah. So, uh, oh, that made you think you were inferior to everyone else. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, it's funny because when I was a kid, I, I didn't used to think that, but when I grew up into my teenage years and my adult years, yeah, I started looking around and I saw that I was, quote unquote, different, and so I felt sort of uh, inferior to that. So I was yeah. judging myself and putting a lot of uh, 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 pressure on myself, and I hated myself for a while. But then I, like you said, I, I learned to forgive and yeah. move past it, and that's... Right on. Yeah. So you don't judge yourself anymore? No. Nice. Not anymore. Right on. Amazing. Any questions for me or disagreements about anything? Um, uh, any questions for you? Um. <gasps> Actually, I do. It's a, it's a, it's a question. How can I overcome uh, being, you know, uh, lazy? Lazy. Lazy. Yes. Lazy. La- lazy. Are you a Mexican? Yes. <laughs> yes. You can't. I, I can't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, 
It's in the culture. It's in the blood. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you know, you know the 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 stereotype of the of the lazy Mexican with a hat and sleeping. Yeah. That, that's that's me right Ooh. there. That's me. That's me. I'm just lazy. Why 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 do you think we came to the service late? You know. Because because uh, we, we, we're Me we're Mexican. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. boy, that's funny. <laughs> uh. Yeah, so um, I'm just glad that uh, Trump didn't deport me because you know. <laughs> yeah. So. That's funny. That's a good question. You made me think about. I was talking to Samuel the other day, mm -hmm. the Mexican cowboy boy. You ever heard of him? Yeah. That's him right there, right? Uh, and so I'm, I'm more Mexican than him. You're more Mexican. <laughs> yeah. I. I am I I am so Mexican. I am so Mexican. I'm illegal. So so I don't know about this guy right here. I I know. Huh? So I would ask this Samuel. I'm like, Samuel, what do you do now that you don't work your night job? He's totally yeah. doing his business. What do you do when you get up in the morning now instead of going to work? He said, Oh, I get up and I do the prayer. I make coffee and then I relax. Uh, I'm like, you just woke up. Yeah. <laughs> what do you? How are you gonna relax if you just woke up? You're like, that's what Mexicans do. Yep. <laughs> it's in the blood, man. It's in the, yeah. So I, I because if Samuel has to relax, believe me, he's a hardworking guy. It's just in the blood. It's in the blood. Yeah, so don't resent it. Uh -huh. Just notice it. And all honesty, just notice that it's that way. Mm -hmm. But don't try to force yourself to change it. Mm -hmm. It's enough to recognize it. And you will find that it will change by itself. Oh, okay. It really will because the light of God is shining on it. And he is the one that brings on the change. So see it, but don't resent it. And you'll find yourself with natural energy overcoming it. Oh, okay. But if you judge yourself or try to force yourself to change it, it'll get worse. Yes. So if I if I wake up at eleven or twelve, oh, it's all right. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna worry about it. It's no, if you it's if not, you wake up at eleven or twelve, just know, you know <laughs> what? I should be getting up earlier. Yeah. It's enough to see that. I'm telling you. But if you make a decision about it, it's going to get worse. Okay. Yes. It's enough to know that you want to get past this. Okay. Okay. We really can't change anything about ourselves. You can force yourself to get up and go work before 12 or whatever, but you'll find yourself into something else. You'll pick up another habit, another problem. But to see it is all we need, and it'll change. It'll change. Okay. All right? So you, you stay in bed until 12? Uh, You're, like, uh, really lazy. Uh, uh, yeah, so basically I, I, I wake up at 10.30, and then I'm, uh, I'm awake, but I'm just, like, you know, in the bed, just being, you know. You yeah. know how Mexicans are? <laughs> <laughs> well, just start, you know, notice it, and yeah. then wake up, get up. Are you doing the silent prayer? <sighs> not not as much as I should. Yeah, and why not? Are you too lazy? Yeah, I, I'm too lazy to do it. Yeah. Maybe you need special counseling. Yeah. But do this, get up and do the silent prayer. Mm -hmm. Make it a, every morning do it because it's the first thing you should do. And just notice that you have that laziness. And you will overcome it. It okay. will change. Okay. But don't put yourself down about it. Don't struggle with it. And it'll, it'll start to change. Yes, thank you. And uh, you've 
you've uh, you've changed my life for the better. Right on. So I really want to thank you. You're welcome, man. Stay with the prayer. Mm-hmm. Stay present. And if you haven't seen anything, it gets better. Thank you. All right. I'm glad you're here. Oh, thank you. Right on. Uh, and so is this your first time here, too? Oh, and, and what's your name? Oh, my name is Josh. Josh, welcome, man. Yeah. And how did you find us? Oh, well, he actually told me about you. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, good, man. Any questions for me? Um, no, not the moment. Okay, are you lazy, too? Just listening. No, just listen. Uh, you're not lazy? No, I'm not. I wake up in the morning. <laughs> this time I woke up late, yeah, because my phone wasn't working properly. Oh, you wake up the in the morning, but this time you woke up late. <laughs> I, I said this. <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. You look white. I thought you were white. No, no I'm Peruvian. Um, oh, okay. My, my parents, uh, they are born from Peru, and I was born here. Right on. Well, welcome, man, all right? Yeah, thanks. Okay, right here. Um, I would say... I can't figure out how someone wake up in the morning, you had a long night's sleep, you make coffee, and then you go relax some more. <laughs> You're not adding that. After I relax, I'll go work all day. I bet you do. After you relax again. <laughs> yeah, you got to find time to relax. That's for sure. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, so um, for the greatest evil question, yeah. I would say... What is the greatest evil? I would say rejecting God. Because um, I think all the other evils that you know we can really point out kind of stem from that. Yeah. And actually, we were talking about in our one-on-one session the other day. Um, I think once you do that, you can then you, once you reject God, then you can justify anything, and yeah. then then, all, then you don't really see it as evil anymore because. If there's no God, if you're or you're rejecting God, then okay. then what's stopping you? You know what I mean? Okay, you. It's amazing you changed, man. Remember that? Yeah. Wow, your life has changed. Stay with the prayer. Stay with, and it's just gonna get better. All right. Do you see the change happening in you? A little bit. Yeah, that's amazing, man. I gotta ask this young lady because I really. You had an impact on me on Thursday night. Hello. You really did. Uh, what is the greatest evil? This is your first time here at a church service, right? Correct. Okay. What's, your, what's the greatest evil? Yeah, I agree with that, gentlemen. Is that, uh, hmm. Greatest evil. Yeah, it all just kind of stems from, like, you turning your back on God because that will lead to many other things like hurting the innocent or, you know, how do you say which is worse? You know, because you could stand up, like, if you don't stand up, that's equally as bad as, like, the person that's doing the evil thing, for example, to, like, an innocent. Oh, okay. You know, Um, but both of those things do stem from them rejecting or denying, denouncing God. Um, Are you doing a silent prayer now? Yes, I am. Okay, you just started. Yes, after uh, after we spoke. After Thursday. Yes, correct. Amazing. And so, what do you think about the prayer? Any question about it? No, I think it's pretty straightforward. I feel good. Um, working through some stuff, you know. As I said before, uh, I'm just trying to be better every day. But there's only so much I can do 
the only person that, or not person, the only thing that can help us is God. Yeah. And that's, that's God the only, God can only light our you. Yeah. Believe me, it's only because of God you're around. Oh, I, yeah, I know that because I put it to the test. Yeah. Yes. That's amazing. We'll stay with the silent prayer, right? Any question for me or anything? I, yeah, well, you said I had an impact. How so? Knowing what you had gone through and, and that you're still here today and that God had brought you to the point of the silent prayer and because he's with you, it wouldn't, if it wasn't for him, you wouldn't be around. Amen, yeah. And that's a lot. And then I like the way you're dealing with it. It's like you're not like down and out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. So stay with the silent prayer. I definitely will. It's been amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> That's right. Amazing. Yes, sir. And then I, I, I'm, I'll wind it down. Sure. Hello. That was my first time here. Oh, um, it is. Yeah. Welcome, man. Thank What's you. your name? Uh, Jared. How did you find us, Jerry? Uh, this guy here and the guy in the Life is Good shirt over there with the fancy beard. Right on. Um, well, thank you for coming. No, I think, I'd like to thank them because uh, gave me a lot to think about over... Um, this entire pandemic, and they showed me, you know, your videos and stuff on, on YouTube, and it just got me thinking about life and stuff in a different way, so I appreciate it. Right on. Um, to answer your question, uh, the greatest what, I evil. what I think it is, um, it's been said, I'm going to clarify, I think what I think is ego is, I think, the greatest evil, because all of our problems can stem from it, and you don't have to be religious to understand ego. Um, like, sometimes I feel like we forget that other people, or at least for me, what it was, like, one day I realized that, like, other people are just as important to themselves as I am to me, yeah. you know, and it's like, I can't get mad at somebody, or I can't, you know, judge somebody, or assume something from somebody, and I realized, like, oh, I do that a lot, actually, and I assume, and I take things personally, um, and I, I think uh, a lot of people do that, I'm not, and I'm not the only one that, that does, so, yeah, um, yeah I think uh, ego Okay. Amazing. Any questions for me? Or disagreements or anything? No, it's, it's so funny because when I first started listening to you, I was like, this guy's wacky. But it's like I listened, I actually listened to you and I was like, oh my God, no, he's like, he's just speaking the truth. Like, it's so simple. Like, it really yeah. is simple. Yeah. Like, things get way too complicated. People make things too complicated yeah. because it comes down to their ego and willingness to admit that they're wrong about something. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, right on. Just, uh, well, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad to be here. Thank you very much. You're welcome. James, anybody want to answer that online? No, not uh, Oh, okay. Anybody else want to respond to that question? Right here. I believe the greatest evil is real men dying off from the face of earth. Like Real men dying? Like you. Once you're... Um, I'm never not, dying, buddy. <laughs> Pray to God. You're a day late in a dollar show. But once, <laughs> no, I know what you mean. Once, once the truth is out of the world, the greatest evil will be a reality. Yeah. And that there's not many of you left here in this world. And it's true, we have to stand up yeah. and speak it with the future to, to confront evil with truth. Yeah. Amazing. But where's Francisco? I want to ask him. Uh, um. Frankie, what is the greatest evil? We talked about it already. Oh, we did? Oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> he a Mexican, too. He doesn't look like it, right, but he is. Yes, James. 
Uh, Mr. Fell gave a YouTube super chat and said, Great, greatest evil is to convince God's children that they are not. That they're not evil? I think that they're not God's children. Oh, they're not. Okay. All right. Um, that's about it. Others you can hear on the show tomorrow. Okay. What do you think, Esteban? What's the greatest evil? Um, I think it's like eventually not listening to God because like uh, we're all like in the fallen state, sinning. We all have issues. And we all get like warnings and, and you know, patience and time to uh, change. But some people never like listen to it. So I think it's uh, not eventually, you know, listening to God. Oh, okay. Him. All right. Interesting. All, I like all the answers, to be honest with you. Uh, Kelly want to respond. Oh, Mary and then Kelly. Yes, Mary. The greatest evil. The greatest evil is just, uh, to me, resentment. Resentment. Why do you say resentment? Be- because when you resent, then you get hateful, and the hate gets into you, and then you just pass it around. Oh, okay. Interesting. Kelly, what's the greatest evil? Kelly is the producer of The Fallen State, the TV show. Amazing uh, producer. I think it's... Hard-working re- producer. I think it's resentment. She's white. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, I just said I think, it, I think it's resentment. Resentment? Why do you say resentment? Uh, because that's what makes you, um, basically puts you in the shoes of uh, playing God. Oh, Okay. And when you're, you know, playing God, you can't. can't Have you thought about this before? No. Uh, It's a good question, right? It is. Amazing question. Okay. And the last is the the young man in the hat right there. The greatest evil. Yeah, I think the greatest evil is not submitting to God's will. Um, And I, I think that way because I think, Evil, it's small in God's eyes. It's like there's no, like, great scale that God sees evil. Um, I think it's easy to overcome. But the or- origin of it, I think, could be, like, just not submitting to God's will and think your will is greater. Yeah. And from that, you get judgment, resentment, because things are not going the way you think they should go. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, is this your first time here? No, I've been here one time before. Oh, okay. Yeah. Any questions about anything? No, everything's great. I oh, appreciate okay. you. Are you married? This is my wife, yeah. Oh, that's your wife? Yeah, we've been here before with you. We had a meeting. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, Amazing. well, back. Oh, man. Uh, so how is it being married? It is great. You like it? Yeah. Are you the head of your wife? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is he the head of you? Oh, okay. Good. Okay. Well, thank you, man. Thank you, Justin. All right. Yes, Chris. The greatest evil. Well, I didn't know I had my hand up. Uh, I saw it all in your face. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, as I explained on the show, um, the, there is really no greatest evil. I would say in, in God's eyes, it's it's all the same. Um, oh, yeah. But, I'm really uh, saying it now. Yeah, hatred, playing God. I think those are all good, pretty good examples as well. So Chris took Joel Place on the... Uh, he was the so he's still you're still the social media guy somewhere, right? But he's audio engineer now. Um, the greatest evil is forget, forgetfulness. That's the greatest evil. Forgetfulness, when you forget. 
Because when you forget, you lose, as this young man was saying, you lose sight of the Father. You go back into your dark, the darkness of your imagination. That's why you should pray without ceasing so that you don't forget. And you remember to live in the present. And when you're tempted by evil, you will not fall for it. Because in the presence of God, he's changing your life from, from the fallen state to his nature. And that's why he doesn't want you to forget to pray. You got to remember to stay with the silent prayer. Because a lot of people forget. They start out and life open up for them. And they say, all is well. And they forget to pray. They don't do it anymore. And they go right back into that darkness. Also, when you remember, instead of forgetting, you develop the uh, principles of God. You start to recognize if someone is, uh, oh, number one, you love God with all your heart, soul, and might, along with nothing else, and your neighbor as yourself. So when you're confronted by your enemy, it's no big deal. It's not personal because you're in the present. You haven't forgotten and gone back into the darkness. You develop the values of God. That's, that's one of the reasons they're written down in the Bible, because people don't remember. And so uh, when you read them, it reminds you of what you already know. And so that's why it's, it's good to sometimes read the Bible so you can remember those values. And it'll bring you back to knowing it from within. Forgive, forgetfulness is the worst, the greatest of all evil. You've got to remember, pray without ceasing. Don't let anything or anyone take you away from it. Because that's what Satan wants you to do. He cannot come into the presence where God is. He has to bring you out of it so you can forget. We all already know the truth. As little kids, we were born with the truth. But because we were traumatized, we forget it. And that's why when you wake up, you start to remember what you already know. And you're going to see that it's not really a surprise that you already know this. You just forgot that you knew. So you got to... I recommend you do the silent prayer so you can grow in them. And you're going to grow in the principles. You're going to grow in everything. He will cause you to do that. And don't let Satan talk to you. Don't make anyone cause you to forget. All right? It's open door for evil. You got to stay present. And it's going to be amazing. what I've been doing it now for 31 years. And because I stay with it, a lot of stuff, it's just becoming so natural now. You overcome all fears. You overcome all doubts. You overcome all. You just live. You become a living being. And then you, you'll notice that your mindset has changed, that you remember the Father. You don't forget the Father. You really don't forget him. But if you're in that fallen state or you're not serious about it, and serious about it means don't walk around all serious about it. It's just you know that's the first thing to get up in the morning, do the silent prayer. And once you start developing that relationship with the father, you never want to forget the father anymore. When the mothers traumatize the children, they turn them away from the fathers and they forget the father. But once you go back to the father, you remember. And it's amazing. Forgetfulness is the greatest of all evil. So do the silent prayer. Stay out of your head. Every thought is a lie. No matter what happened, don't overreact. No matter what it is. Whether it's a drunk woman, smoking pot, or a young man dealing with his stuff, 
It's no big deal. You're going to see it's no big deal. But Satan wants you to forget the father and remember his mess so you can hurt yourself. Like with the smoking and stuff, no big deal, right? It's something you don't want to do. But if you stay with the silent prayer and have no opinion about it, it's enough to know that you don't want to do it. Eventually, you just lose the taste for the world. You will overcome it. Because God cares about the heart. He is of love, and he wants to bring you back to love because he's trying to create love. And he creates love through human beings. That's why we have to even love our enemies. We can't even hate our enemies because the enemy needs love as well. And the enemy could be lost or is lost because he or she cannot see. So stay with the silent prayers. Stay present. Yes, sir. Oh, now that you said love our enemies, uh, uh, are we supposed to uh, uh, love Satan? You love him by not hating him. But, Because if you hate him, you're going to take on his identity. And you want to discern it. Mm -hmm. And the discernment protects you from evil. Oh, okay. Because, Because I, I, somebody said, how do you see evil, right? Yes. You're going to see it. But if you don't overreact, you'll see how to deal with it as well. Be, because uh, 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 I've had this conversation with other Christians, and uh, I've told them we we, we gotta love uh, uh, our enemies. We gotta love. Yes. We 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 cannot hate anybody. And so they say, "Oh, so do you love Satan?" And so I say, uh, "Yes, you know, because he, despite of of, yeah. of of all, he's uh, still a creation of God. So I I I'm not into him, but I still feel like a." You know, like a love for him, just like I would for my... And you for, deal with yeah. it, you just don't hate it. Oh, okay. Because that's your protection from evil. That's why we become like other people when we were kids, because we hate what happened. Even as an adult, if you hate, let's say somebody uh, stole your wallet. Your friend stole your wallet, right? And then you realize, <laughs> oh, I hate my friend. They stole my wallet. You become like that yourself you'll find yourself tempted to take a wallet. It's so weird. That's why we, the children of God, we are literally protected from evil when we don't forget the Father. We're protected. And then you have, as I believe Samuel, someone said about the courage, you have courage. You will see everybody else freak. And, and this is so important because if you look at the world right now, the world is freaking out. Even the Christians are afraid. They have doubt, they're worried, they're all kinds of stuff because they have not entered into the kingdom of heaven within. And in the kingdom of heaven, there's power. And so with that power, you're protected from the world. You do not walk around thinking, I'm afraid of anything. You don't think that you're not afraid, but you see other people freaking out and you just don't have any. Like, wow, that's amazing. You're not thinking about that. You are protected. And it's so important that you enter the kingdom of heaven within Because if you don't enter the kingdom of heaven within, you will be defeated, especially in the world today. Only the children who enter the kingdom of heaven within will survive the things to come and what's happening now. Because you are protected from within, not from without. Don't forget that. You got to do the private prayer so you can enter the kingdom and you can live from that kingdom. And you can live in power and in love. And you got to speak up but you won't hold anything against anyone. You're going to be able to defend yourself, but it just won't affect you personally because you're a son or daughter of God. 
you will be protected from it. And you'll see the right time and the right place to do all things because you're guided by the light. It will, it will just work. And I'm a living witness to it. I wouldn't notice if it wasn't happening to me. And all this stuff that we've made so important in life, judging one another, gossiping and carrying on, it's so stupid. You're going to want to beat yourself. You think Oprah said Hoppo beat her? You're going to want to beat yourself worse than Hoppo. <clears throat> because it's so dumb and stupid to judge our fellow man, to hold on to stuff. It, it, it just, it's just a waste of time. It's a waste of life. But, but in that fallen state, it seems like a big deal. It's not a big deal. If someone hears that she smoked pot, right? Some people think, oh, that's a big deal. What's wrong with her, right? She smoked pot. But to me, it's just something she have to let go of because she used it. Were you smoking pot when you used the N-word? Are you sure? I wanted to ask you that. She used the N-word on the phone? Were you on the phone? You would talk to the students? Yeah, I was on the Instagram live, yeah. And she's like, you, N-word? I, I, yeah, they spelled out. <laughs> How did you spell it? They spelled it weird, so I ended up pronouncing nigga. So, yeah. Uh, she used the word nigga. Yeah. Are you fired? No. <laughs> Are you still teaching? Yeah, I'm still teaching till the end of the school year. Until, oh. Until the end of the school. And then they said they're going to let you go? Yes, I'm looking for another job. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't just get rid of you. Well, I mean. I'm glad they didn't, and yeah, they shouldn't anyway, but. Right. Maybe because you're not white. Maybe. If you were white, you'd be gone yesterday. <laughs> as soon as the end came out, right. it would have been over. Well, I, I do want to clarify this is my like teacher Instagram, so this is how I keep in touch with my students um, just from all over the the years from Chicago and like here, but it has nothing to do with the school, so they can't, I'm oh. not connected to the school at all. Oh, good. So I do not send emails or anything regarding my class through Instagram, not at all. Not that's at all. right, clean it up. Yeah, yeah, so that's different. Uh, that's nice. But listen, uh, are you over worried about what others think about you? Are you still? Yeah, I'm still that? working on that one. Yeah. yeah. Stay with the silent prayer, all that will be taken away from you. I want you all to understand we can't change anything. We can't change being insecure. We can't change being whatever you're into in that fallen state. But he will change it because it's all spiritual. And of ourselves, we can do nothing. Even with the ladies who are giving your boyfriends and husbands a hard time, you can't change that. It's enough to know that you're wrong. Do the silent prayer and it'll work itself out. It really will. But if you try to change it, you're going to only get worse. Don't forget, stay with the silent prayer. Remember the Father. And the Father loves you. And love is amazing. It's life. It's everything. It's powerful. But you got to live from within. Any question about that? That makes sense or anyone disagree? And somebody mentioned uh, simplicity. Living the, you know, God said, come unto me. My yoke is easy. My burdens are light. He was absolutely right. His ways are so easy. It's hard to find words for it. It really is. So here's what I recommend because the time is up. Do the silent prayer. Stop judging yourself and others. Speak up, but don't resent. And your life will change. All that old stuff will fall away, and he will put you back on the path. You will become uh, 
an observer, and you would know of yourself you could do nothing. So don't judge yourself. It's going to change. But you've got to stay with the silent prayer. Who's not doing the silent prayer? Who's doing it off and on? Oh, okay. Stay with it. All right? And we know you're lazy. That's why you're not doing it. <laughs> what, what makes you not do it every morning and night? The young man in the back. Why, uh, why don't you stay with it? I mean, I think the same reason as the young lady. I mean, I, I've had problems with pot as well. Uh, with pot? Yeah. I mean, my, my parents both used it, and oh, okay. one still does. And Yeah, it's, it's been something that's kind of always been present. And you life. smoke pot every day? Yeah, for the last, oh, man, like seven years. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Night and day? Night and day. Every day, all day. You live with your parents? Uh, no, not anymore. I'm I'm visiting for a couple weeks. I'm getting a new tooth put in, but uh, oh, yeah, okay. I live in Milwaukee. Oh, okay. Wisconsin, yeah. It's so interesting to me that the world has convinced human beings to smoke pot. They're like smoking pot, no big deal. It's medicine, and all the millennials run out to get high, and they walk around like zombies. And while you're walking around like zombies, they'll pass laws against you. They're, they're destroying you and convince you that it's okay to be high. I never thought I would see that. How can another human being convince another human being that it's okay to be high? Why would you want to be high every day, all day? It doesn't even make sense. But you let the world influence you in that way. But don't worry. God can cause you to overcome it. Yes, James, real fast. Does that make sense to be high? And the millennium will fight you on it. Well, it's just medicine. <laughs> God made it. Isn't that amazing? What? When I was in my 20s, I, I tried it. But it was like, it was nothing like it is today. It, when they said, well, we, it was we. It barely gets you high, but it would get you high. The pot today smelled like it had, like, gasoline or something in it. <laughs> it's not normal. Yeah. It, I mean, I, this pot today, you can smell it all over the neighborhood. That's not normal for pot. You know what I mean? That's for sure. It's like, I'll be afraid to smoke. It smells like they put extra drugs in it or something. You can get high off the pot just walking down the street. Somebody else smoking. It's not good for you guys and ladies. It really not. Yes. Asmador gave a Trovo super cap and said, America's enemies love the fact that all our young people are smoking pot. Yeah, absolutely. They love the fact that y'all are high. Really. And you're messing up your life by being high. And don't let anyone convince you that being high is good. It's not. And you'll see that once you overcome it because all of a sudden you're going to wake up. You're going to see reality. You have more energy. You'll find yourself functioning in life. And when people try to deceive you, you will see where they're coming from. But when you're high, everything looks nice. You know what I mean? Stay off the pot. It's not good. And then a lot of the pockets are like homeless and everything. 
They can't hold on to jobs, but they're high and they think it's fine. I can't believe you let the world deceive you like that. We got to bring back Christianity and love. Last word. You had your hand, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. no, the young man behind you. Did I, did I see you? Uh, I was going to ask if you think it should be legal. No. You don't? Uh-uh. Because human beings are too weak to resist the temptation. Not even medicinally, though? No. Well, I don't know. Uh, you smoke sure. pot? I used to. I don't really smoke anymore. Uh, when the last time you smoked it? Like a month ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> Would you like better this way or being high? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, well, we know the answer to that one. <laughs> it's like, uh, you're right, it, it does deceive you a little bit. Yeah. Um, because you feel like you have all the answers and you feel like it's like kind of a f- like faking being in the presence of God almost. Yes. Um, absolutely. But just because it's medicine doesn't mean you have to do it every day. And have, I mean, it's medicine for people who might have cancer or might But be you wouldn't even do real medicine every day. You yeah. only do it for a certain period. That's what I'm saying. Because you become addicted to it. Yeah. yeah. But it's not medicine, man. And well, then not they just say, okay, we're going to pass law so you can get it legally, right? And they make buku money off you. And then they use the money to destroy the country. You know, it's a, it's a yeah. setup. It's all about the money. It's not about you. It's about the money. Yeah. That's why they want to legalize prostitution. They want to legalize abortion. They want to legalize smoking pot. They want everything legal so you could be dumb and out of it, and they can destroy you because it weakens you, and you can't destroy a strong person. You have to weaken them. So stay away from it, man. All right? Uh, real fast. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to make a comment about how evil they, they are with laws that they're trying to pass. So what now? Um, I was in a conference for legislative laws uh, this past week and um, that they're trying to pass here in California. And one of them was actually uh, trying to force employers to give employees that are uh, do drugs the time so that they can with and work like a break so that they can actually take drugs. And it's a bill that um, they said is very likely it will pass. And I go, like, this is crazy. Yeah. Like, now employers have to pay for someone to take a break so they can get high or do whatever drugs they do. Like, it's well, pretty that's insane. what happened when they but dumb you down. But that's the whole evil that it's going on. And yeah. people are not seeing it, how they're even trying to enforce it into labor as well. So. And then after a while, they're going to say, okay, you can fly a plane and be high. It's just marijuana. It's medicine. It's going to go from worse to worse to worse. I recommend you come out of the world, be in it but not of it, so that we can, they can follow us and we not follow darkness. All right? So do the silent prayer. Uh, seek the kingdom of God in his right way and all will be added. Stop judging yourself in that fallen state. Then you'll overcome it. Don't be mad about it. It's enough to know you want to overcome. And that's what it means to be born again, all right? Just relax. It's not a big deal. There's nothing in life that's such a big deal you need to be angry about or overreact to it. One last thing. Another thing that's going to happen to you, when you're of the world, 
There are things that are too important to you. Money, friendship, family ship, uh, material things, reputation, all that stuff becomes real important to you. But once you're in the world but not of it, God changes all that where you can take it or leave it. And that way the children of the lie can't control you with it. So let's say you go through a divorce and the wife knows that the court is on her side and she's like, oh, I'm going to take the children. Okay, you can have them. Bye. <laughs> because they're not that important, right? But yet you love your children, but not enough important where you can be controlled by it. That makes sense? And God will take care of you. He'll take care of you. Don't waste your money in these courts and paying child support and wife support or husband support. I don't think women have to pay it, all right? Uh, oh, okay. But listen, God will change all that for you. He loves you. When I smoked pot in my, in, for a minute, it got you high, but you weren't that high. You know, you need at least three joints to get really high. And it wasn't strong enough, you know, even that little pot made you high. I, didn't, I couldn't handle that. you got to stay away from the pot, folks, and stop letting Satan make you make excuses about it. Because it, every thought is a lie. So when the thoughts tell you that it's okay to get high, it's not true. You want to be aware. You want to remember and not forget. All right? You want to remember. You do not want to forget. So thank you all for tuning in. I absolutely appreciate it. Stay with the silent prayer. Speak up, but don't resent. We got to bring Christianity back. It's time to bring that back and bring love. Love God with all your heart, soul, and might, along with nothing else, and love your enemy, your neighbor, ask yourself. It's beautiful to live that way. And God love us, and he want to take care of us. All right? Thank you all for tuning in and coming. I appreciate it. Oh. Have the men's conference coming up in August and it's going to be in Orlando, Florida. Uh, our annual conference uh, in Orlando, Florida. It's going to be amazing. You don't want to miss it. Down there, you don't have to wear masks and all that kind of stuff. So it'll be fun to go somewhere else. What? Come here for a minute. This is Ermin, my PR guy. Hey. Uh, tickets hey. are on sale. So how can, get, how can they get Go there? to rebuildingtheman.com or justleepeterson.com. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, a, lot of, a lot of guys are already checking in for us. So no ladies. So all you weak men who have to bring your wife, <laughs> they can't get into the event. Just know that, all right? Maybe they can go to Disneyland somewhere. But, <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's for guys only because in those... You know, it's amazing what happens, how we open up and talk. And for guys only. And the other thing is, uh, we have a, a challenge grant for 4500 and we need your help. They were gonna, they will give us up to 4500 uh, if we can raise that. And so I appreciate your support on that as well. Any other announcement, Hermes? That's it. If we don't have your email address, we need your email address so we can work. See, uh, yeah. See Marlene. But I'm talking to people on camera right now. Babe. No, I'm playing. Uh, email address. All right. We need your emails if we don't have it. 
Also, if you want to uh, receive our newsletter, we put out a newsletter three times a year or so. It's an amazing newsletter. If we don't have your P.O. box or your physical address, we're not able to send you one. There's no cost for it. All right, but so make sure you give Marlene that as well. All right, folks, thank you so much for your uh, super chats and D-lives and donations. I appreciate it, and thanks for tuning in. All right, I do appreciate it. Thank you all. That was fun. So...